It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm Rachel Campos Duffy. I'm Will Kane, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, June 9th, 2023. I'm John Saucier. Former President Trump finds himself in more legal trouble, and this time it's a little more serious. A grand jury has indicted Mr. Trump on federal charges regarding his alleged mishandling of classified documents. The federal government sent a pretty big salvo today with this indictment. 49 pages, 37 charges, pictures, text messages, they have video. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at BrianKilmeadeShow.com. Running for president while running from the law. Former President Donald Trump, who, of course, is campaigning for his old job back, now has to contend with more charges. That FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago apparently turned up a lot of evidence alleging that Mr. Trump was showing off classified documents to people without security clearances, even bragging about the fact that he was doing it. He calls this a witch hunt, but is there enough evidence to prove otherwise this time? It's very interesting because there's a lot of counts there. You know, we knew that this was coming. We confirmed it yesterday, but actually seeing uh, that the indictment now, you know, we thought maybe there were seven counts. There's actually... 37 counts that the president is named in that he's that he's up against here. Our guest today is Fox News producer Jake Gibson, who covers the Department of Justice. It's a variety of things, but, you know, it basically comes down to holding documents, classified documents that the federal government, the Department of Justice says he was not supposed to have, that he was supposed to return. And then also making false statements, saying that through his attorneys that he had returned everything, that they had done a thorough search. But the indictment lays out pretty plainly in what the, in the, the government says that how he hid the documents with his aide, Mr. Nada, and that when attorneys came to look through them, he had already moved many boxes around mar a including at one point into a bathroom next to a shower beneath a chandelier. There's all these boxes and documents. The indictment has a, a lot of photos in there as well, kind of showing that these documents had been moved. There are text messages between Mr. Nada and other Trump attorneys. Um, and, and according to the document, there's also video of them moving the boxes. So there's a lot here that they've laid out, and, and maybe we'll hear some more. We just heard from, from Special Counsel Jack Smith. He, he didn't have much to say. It was a couple minutes of a statement where he said that, you know, the entire, the entire staff working on this, you know, worked very hard on this, and they're going to – you know, that the, the defendants here are presumed innocent until proven guilty. And then he didn't take any questions. You know, they summoned the press to a, to a building here in Washington, one of the satellite buildings of the DOJ, and then didn't take any of our questions, which annoyed some, some reporters. But we will see Mr. Trump, former President Trump, in court, in a federal court in Miami on Tuesday. And that's where... Uh, that's where I'm headed shortly. Okay, there you go. Before you go to the airport, the evidence, I mean, it really was laid out pretty plainly. You mentioned some of the pictures. I saw the pictures in the indictment of these just boxes stacked up 
under that chandelier and then moving documents around within Mar-a-Lago. I'm thinking back, Jake, too, when the FBI originally raided Mar-a-Lago. It was a surprise to really the entire nation, and there was a ton of reaction to that, too. A lot of it negative. A lot of people, both Trump supporters and not, saying that the FBI was harassing the former president, that the Department of Justice was weaponizing the FBI for political reasons. Do you feel in any way that this indictment kind of clears them of that? Because, I mean, they seem to have found quite a bit of evidence of not only the president having these classified documents, but really being very careless with them. Right. I mean, I think that there will there are those who will be able to argue that the, the federal government here has, has come with the goods, you know, and shown why they raided. They call it they call it executing a search warrant. They get very upset when we use the term raid. But for a lot of us, it looks like a raid. Why they raided Mar-a-Lago way back in August. But, you know, there will also still be those who say, I, I'm sure, who will say, well, what about President Biden? He had a bunch of uh, classified documents that is residences and a former place of business associated with him at the University of Pennsylvania, where is the indictment on on President Biden? So, I mean, I think that might be the next line of attack from the right. But definitely the the federal government sent a pretty big salvo today with this indictment, 49 pages, 37 charges, pictures, text messages. They have video. They have a lot of quotes from Trump attorneys saying, this is what Mr. Trump said about this and this is what he said about that specifically pointing out that he wanted them moved to this room and moved to that room. And is there anything good in there? Is there anything bad in there? What's in there? So, I mean, the federal government really has come with a lot today. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you make a pretty good point, too, because classified documents, of course, were discovered uh, at President Biden's home and also that former think tank there that you mentioned that was by the way, connected to the current Secretary of State, Antony Blinken. He was running the place for Biden at the time there. So I think that those are very fair questions to ask, like, how come no one's looking into current President Biden on all this? And hey, maybe they will, too. And then you also had former Vice President Mike Pence. He discovered documents in Indiana and then self-reported them to the Department of Justice. We learned earlier that he was not going to be charged. Jake, what political ramifications will this have on Donald Trump? He's running for president right now, but obviously he's going to have to mount some sort of defense against these charges. Do you think that because like with the investigation by the New York Attorney General Letitia James against Donald Trump, I felt like when that indictment came down, so many people were pro-Trump. It was almost making him stronger. These are federal charges we're talking about with a lot of really hard and really clear evidence against a guy who wants to be president again. Do you think even some of his strongest reporter, supporters, that is, might look at this and uh, waver in their support for the former president? Or do you think this is only going to help him and make him stronger and galvanize those supporters for him? Well, I think, first of all, when we talk about the charge, when we talk about President Biden, there still is an open investigation into him. There's a special counsel, Mr. Rob Herr, who is investigating Biden. What we have learned is that that investigation is still far off. They're still, they, they still have a long ways to go. So, you know, it still is possible that the current president could be charged for his, his withholding classified documents. But this investigation and now indictment is way further down the road and you know, has gone a lot further. As far as the politics of all this, you know, former President Trump has proven over and over that that his supporters are willing are willing to go to the mat for him, and that you know they really do believe a lot of them that there are two separate justice systems in this country, one for President Trump and conservatives, and another for the left, and they feel that he's been mistreated since day one, 
and that with the Mueller investigation, you know, and a lot of their opinions, and, and Mr. Former President Trump always say it was a hoax. They never found anything. And the Steele dossier turned out to be widely discredited. And this, too many people, may just be another step on that ladder to, you know, an unfair justice system, a two-tiered justice system. It's hard to run for president while you're fighting federal charges, but Donald Trump says he's innocent and actually the victim of a witch hunt. A federal indictment unsealed Friday accuses the former president of mishandling classified documents to the point that he knew what he was doing and even told his lawyers to cover it up for him. Of course, these are only allegations right now, but he's set to appear in federal court in Miami on Tuesday. Today, we've got Fox News Department of Justice producer Jake Gibson on the line as he was one of the first to see the indictment and had some thoughts on how this could all play out. The conversation continues next. Jake, put yourself in the former president's shoes. What does he do now? I mean, how do you mount a defense against something like this? You know, that's a great question. And hopefully he's got some really some really good defense lawyers because, you know, his defense team just stepped down today and he hired a new attorney to represent him in, in Miami. But Jim Trustee, who had been representing him in this, in this matter so far, basically put out a, a statement this afternoon saying that the president has been treated unfairly, but we're not going to be representing him anymore. And, you know, the other thing to remember about this is that Special Counsel Smith is investigating two separate things. One is the documents that we're talking about now. But the second thing is all the actions that President Trump, you know, allegedly took place leading up to January 6th. You know, whether or not he fomented an insurrection, whether or not he tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. You know, you could make an argument that those charges, should they come to bear, would be much more serious than these even. And these are very serious. I mean, there are charges in here where if you were convicted, you could do serious prison time. I mean, this is a completely unprecedented matter. You know, we have a former president indicted on federal charges, 37 counts of them, who could be facing actual prison time. And, and then today, his legal team stepped down. It's, it's just wild stuff. Actually. It is wild. I'm trying to imagine a situation here where Trump takes a plea deal maybe in this situation and could maybe avoid prison time or do a little less. Do you think there is any situation where he takes a plea? I mean, Donald Trump is not the type to take an L, but in the evidence is just so overwhelming. I wonder if that might be in play here. Well, and also the question is whether whether the federal government would be willing to give him a plea deal. Maybe they think their evidence is so strong you know, that the only plea deal is if he, I mean, who knows? This is all, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm guessing at stuff here. Right. I mean, I think, that, I think that you're right when you say that the evidence is very strong. And also remember, and that's what I wanted to ask Jack Smith today before he left without taking any questions. You know, this is all going to play out the backdrop of, of the presidential primaries. I mean, we, you know, we're in, I've covered three presidential campaigns. I mean, they're going to be, crisscrossing Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina in October, November, much less December, January. And this thing is supposed to go on in the background, plus the case going on in New York, and then possibly a case in Georgia. I mean, it's, it's, it's truly an amazing situation that they're saying that, you know, he said today, one thing Jackson I said today is we're going to pursue a speedy trial. Well, we know how the federal government works. We know how federal courts work. A speedy trial isn't two months. That would be several months. I mean, this could be coming to some type of resolution as we're having Iowa caucuses in the New Hampshire primary. 
Brian, it's tough to convince someone to vote for someone they don't know if they'll be in jail the next year or not. So it's a pretty good point there. And I'm also just imagining a situation when Donald Trump does go to jail. He's more of a president. First of all, it's unprecedented. But what, is the Secret Service follow him in there? I mean, <laughs> they got to protect him everywhere he is. So does that mean it's not a federal prison as well? It's just, it's we've never seen anything like this. So something for us to speculate about. But I think these charges are very serious. And then the evidence is also seems at least is very strong right now. It'll be up to the Trump defense team to make that not seem quite as strong. Jake Gibson, your analysis, very strong. We appreciate that as well. He's Fox News Department of Justice, a federal law enforcement producer. He's the man who sent me this indictment, and we appreciate that. And thanks for being with us, Jake, here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.